Ah, this is the Sports Booth Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Booth, uh, joined by my co-host, Chris, the Apple Capple. What's up? What's um, up, man? Man, I'm doing okay. Good. Uh, listen, it's been a while, dude. We had a little vacation. It has, it has um, yeah. You know, you went out, you did some stuff. Yep. Uh, went to Finley, right? Went to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, got um, got both those things done. Had a good fourth. Uh, yeah. And yeah, then then you've been busy yourself. I went to the beach. I come back. It's the fourth. My fourth was crazy, and uh, just dealing with a bunch of stuff at work. I was on call last week, and gotcha. Now, yep. boom, back to the booth. And 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 that's what I'm saying, man. You know, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, and. You know, we've, we've each got things going on, uh, but but that's all right, man, because unless someone's, you know, ready to pony up and let's do this full-time all day, every day, man, we got, we got everything's going on, bro. You know, that's yeah, that's life. right, man. That's life, dude, you know, and sometimes things yes. come up and we're not able to record, but I am stoked to uh, be back with you, back in the sports booth. We got plenty to catch up on, man. Yeah. Plenty, and it's going to be- Sorry, guys, I'm eating a Go-Gurt that's frozen. Uh, if you've never done that, it's delicious. Try it. Um, okay, let's just get right into it. Um, yes. So, Chris, man, uh, I think the biggest news that hit the market or the hit like us this week, the thing that when we talked, we had to talk about this, um, and that was Miles Garrett. Um, huge, huge, huge contract extension. Yes. Yeah. Um, we re-upped him. Uh, he becomes probably the key piece to our defense for the next, you know, probably, what, five years? Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm not off the top of my head. I don't know what the contract looks I, like exactly. I've got you on that, bro. I've got you on that. That's why I like you, dude. I, I got you, dude. <laughs> you, you know, usually usually I'm not a numbers guy. Don't, don't entrust me with numbers outside of the sports booth. But right. yeah, I, I'm happy to bring that to you, man. Right. Uh, so, so I'll yeah. While we're on it, so Miles Garrett, five year, uh, one hundred M's, guaranteed with the value of one twenty five. Uh, it's a fifty M signing bonus. So that dude signed it as as you know, and after he signed it, he also penned a message to Cleveland that that basically you know it's Cleveland against the world. And I think that speaks a lot to about this organization and how we haven't heard anything from them this offseason because they know they're getting slept on. And, um, and so, but Miles is happy to be a Brown. Uh, I'm happy to see him there, a cornerstone, an elite defensive talent. Uh, and, you know, he's he's awesome guy. And I just want to reference, and I want to hear your opinion after this. So, of course, sure. these guys on Twitter, you know, coming after Miles for the helmet swing. But my reaction to that is, as somebody that listens to Cleveland Browns Daily, on the daily, where Miles Garrett, you know, that's, for those who don't know, that's the Browns podcast that's in-house in Berea at the facility. Miles Garrett's been on the show multiple times, getting the training camp access that we've had. That Mason Rudolph instant does not define Miles Garrett. And he has been nothing but just committed and present and a leader 
uh, and an elite, elite talent, and that's what gets you paid here. And as a Browns fan, I'm super excited to have Miles Garrett because I believe in Miles' character and uh, and his leadership abilities. What, what what do you think about uh, some of the controversy that not really analysts, but really just the general public have with this signing? Well, I think one one thing is that Miles Garrett now becomes the highest paid defensive player in football. Yeah, with a hundred million. Uh, before that, it was Khalil Mack. So uh, Miles has set. He has set the standard for defensive players at a hundred million uh, with fifty million guaranteed. That's a lot of money guaranteed. That's so. That's, that's um, cheddar. That's cheddar. Yeah. So, uh, in my in my complete honest opinion, um, I think Miles is a top five defensive player. Um, he is. Uh, he he just has an elite hand fighting technique. Um, he's very quick. He's, he's long. And, uh, you know, I mean, it really only takes him a second or two to kind of set the edge and, uh, and turn that running back back inside to where there's help. And so I think that that's, I think that he's so dangerous. I think that that was a good decision by Cleveland to re up him uh, especially pay him some money to where like he's more motivated to 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 continue to play because as a defensive guy, you know, especially on the D end, we see those guys often play for a long time. You know, how long yeah. has Terrell Suggs been in yeah. the league? I mean, I, mean I, I was just about to say. So we're looking at Miles who signs this deal at twenty four five year deal. You just referenced Khalil Mack who. I assume when you talk about Miles being top five, Cleo Mack's also in that bunch for you. And yeah. right now, Cleo Mack is 29 years old. This contract is going to take Miles to that same age. And if he can do anything close to what Cleo Mack's still doing there, if not more, then that's that's a great that, you know that's that's a great investment. Yeah. So those are guys that the DN guys, you know, they get they fight, they get into the league, and and for the most part. Um, yeah, they have some hits that they have to deal with, but most of the time they're either hitting the quarterback or they're hitting the running back before the running back is really going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like in the backfield hitting the running back as opposed to a linebacker who sometimes is five yards off the ball getting blown up by a running back. You know, picture Leonard, big Leonard Fournette running at you full speed, just barrels right into you. Yeah. So those guys – the DN guys, they can stay in the league longer, especially like even JJ Watt. Like he's gotten hurt a lot, but he's still pretty. He's still old. He's pretty elite. So, so I think that that's a good deal. Uh, invest in him when he's young, and then as he gets older, and you're looking at another piece, maybe his productivity uh, falls. Maybe you sign him. You still give him a decent value. You get him at at a fairer value, whereas um, and then you could keep him a part of the team and then add another piece as well yep. as he gets older. Um, in terms of Mason Rudolph and that whole mess, I don't like how Miles Garrett is portrayed a lot, especially by the broadcasters on TV. Those guys really annoy me because here's the thing. Miles Garrett gets a lot of penalties. That's true. 
-hmm. But here's the, in my opinion, with the new rules and the way that the rules are slanted toward the offense, it's impossible to not get penalties. And some guys, with the level of eliteness that Miles Garrett is at getting to the cornerback, to the quarterback, he's going to get some of those penalties. And some of those penalties I don't really even think were fair. Um, and so I think that if it weren't for all of the penalties and he were to have that, um, he were to have that scuffle with old boy Rudolph. Yeah. I don't think he would have got the, the suspension the way that he did. Um, is it inexcusable? Absolutely. Yep. Do I buy the fact that Miles Rudolph called him a racial slur? I'm not really sure. I, I don't know. Um, you yep. know, stuff gets said on the field. That should never be said on the field. I've never said anything like that on the field. And um, But, I mean. Yeah, and, and I agree with you with that being completely uh, unexcusable also. But also, how about some uncharted waters for the Browns? The last – Miles Garrett is the first uh, first-round pick to be re-signed uh, since Joe Hayden back in the draft of 2010. So here you go, Browns, you know, getting it right with somebody and uh, and being able to re-sign their guys. So isn't that crazy, man? Joe Hayden was the last first-round pick to, to be given an extension. Uh, well, and can you picture – what our backfield would look like if Joe Hayden was still here. Yeah. Denzel he, Ward. And he's, and he's still, Williams, he's still getting Hayden. it done. He's still getting it done. Uh, I mean. He, Joe, Joe Hayden that, is, Joe Hayden's a, he, he's a solid, solid player. I'm a, I'm a Joe Hayden fan, you know. Uh, unfortunately, he was one of the guys that got cut with the regime, with the regime yeah. change. But it was for and, his better. I yeah. think it was yeah. this was this was a Pro Bowl talent that yep. they moved him onto a contender. Uh, yep. So yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into the next thing. Because um, we got a packed show today, so we got to keep moving. Unfortunately. Um, recent news also comes out about the Browns, um, and and almost listen. I know we're kind of Browns heavy. But the thing is, is that you don't you don't want to be Browns heavy, you know, <laughs> because they've had enough attention, and, yeah. and and I would prefer them be like Cincinnati and kind of fly under the radar. Since that Cincinnati as of now, Cincinnati old Cincinnati man, they were in the news all the time on. for exactly yeah. what you like. Bengals fans, all your news right now is everybody complimenting Joe Burrow. All right, that's they, it. That's it. Open and close, but yeah, yeah more exactly. more Browns news as you're saying. Right. So anyway, um, David Njoku, uh, his agent, uh, has come out and said that it would be best for David Njoku and his career to play with a different team other than the Cleveland Browns. I agree with his agent, um, and I would like to see David Njoku get traded. I would also like to see the Browns pick up a nice piece in return for him because he's a freak athlete. I would like to see them maybe get an additional – maybe project linebacker, something like that, um, and, and, a, and a seventh or, you know, something like that. I, don't, I would prefer not to see draft picks, just only draft picks for him. I would prefer to see a player. Um, and then, you know, a, a, a late round pick where you're basically playing the lottery, you know. 
So, um, so, but anyway, what do you think about the David Njoku situation, Chris? I think it makes sense for Njoku himself. Um, for the Browns, that hurts just because we've talked about it all offseason with Stefanski and his scheme and how we often see the three tight end set. And also not just those sets on the, on the field, but also you, you're talking about depth for an offense that relies on the, on the tight end so much. If one of them goes down, uh, you really need to have that depth. That being said, uh, I almost see David Njoku to uh, two other Cleveland athletes uh, that played for the Indians uh, two summers ago when Edwin Encarnacion got traded, and instead we brought in Carlos Slamtana. And, <laughs> you know, I just thought that, uh, that there wasn't, you know – um, too much of a drop-off between the two because Edwin, yeah, maybe, you know, 10 or, you know, maybe 10 more home runs, but the averages were going to be the same. Uh, the slugging was going to be similar. And that's how I see Njoku, too. I almost feel like, you know, Harrison Bryan gets his chance now. And with Njoku's injury history, I feel like at this point he is a little bit replaceable. But yeah. with huge upside because he's still young. And as you said, elite physical ability. So yeah. as of right now, I I think he is replaceable he based is. on of what we've seen, but with huge upside. And so that's gonna be the selling point for any team that goes after him. Um, but it will just be a bummer uh to see him. It looks like he's he will be traded. Uh his agent had formally requested a trade for Njoku. So right. Um what what I think would be the best move for the Browns at this point um, would be to, with Donovan Peoples-Jones, with his limited experience, maybe line him up and use him similar to the way that you would use David Njoku. He's tall. He's not a blocker. David Njoku is not a blocker. Um, but it could give him some reps uh, that, you, that, you know, normally for a seventh-round rookie you wouldn't get. And it could also provide a holding spot, and maybe he's a breakout player um, deep at that threat, position. But which was a, Njoku served helped serve as it was deep threat. Exactly, exactly. And so line him up in a position where he's standing, you know, like in a three tight end set. Maybe with him back off the ball, like off the line of scrimmage, so that he doesn't have to get down uh, in the stance, and let him make some plays out in the in the backfield because listen you got a linebacker on him that's a mismatch to me all day um and and so they're gonna have to bring in an extra db to cover him um so maybe what we see yes we have big Farrell brown who i like i like Farrell brown um i also wish that we didn't really uh drop um Oh man, what's his name? Ricky Seals Jones. Oh yeah, I thought he was a good player, uh, but he's not on the roster currently, and that stinks. But it is what it is. Uh, so we've got Big Pharaoh Brown. He's a good kind of option as well. Um, and so, depending on the package, I think you could definitely see Donovan Peoples Jones kind of used in a similar way that they would use David Njoku. I think he's faster. I think he's more athletic. Obviously, he's not as as good of a blocker, but, you know, 
Yeah. In my and... opinion, like, who cares? Because you have Pharaoh Brown to use for the big blocking sets. You have Donovan Peoples-Jones to use for the quick shifty sets. And, um, you know, because he's not going to see significant time at wide receiver. Yeah, so, well, unless it's at the slot. Well, I just hope that we don't have to get down to Farrell Brown. You know, we're hoping for this tight end room to primarily be led and on the shoulders of Austin Hooper. And then, like I mentioned, chance for Harrison Bryant to come out and show what he's about. You know, at 6'5", 240, a bigger target um, with definitely some weight behind that. Um, I, I don't know all the ins and outs but of Harrison Bryant's blocking abilities, but I do know that he – was a above average receiver and really really could make some plays uh in his in his rack ability um and so uh or yak ability yards after catch right and so and so yeah so i you know i in a perfect world uh Harrison Bryant comes in i believe and serves as that um as that second tight end uh, yeah. But it's not like you don't have weapons, you know. Obviously, we know with Plenty the receivers, with the running backs, with Austin Hooper. So, Najoku, that's why I say I at this point I see him as replaceable. Right. Um, now, I hope the best for him because, you know, like I say, he's a tremendous talent. We've seen plenty of tremendous plays from him. Uh, but, you know, it sounds like – and and good good on him for winding – have more of a more of a role primary role for himself on other teams right yeah awesome cool uh the other big news that we have too uh just a little bit of general nfl news um well actually let's continue with cleveland okay Uh, let's do our local news and and this can kind of lead into our nfl discussion as well um obviously there's a lot of tension in the United States right now. Um, It's a time of deep reflection after the events of of George Floyd and and Breonna Taylor. Um, And and there's a progressive change toward, uh, it's a shift toward equality that I just um, have really been encouraged by and been encouraged to see. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not the kind of person that would, you know, I don't put down the Indians for their logo. I don't put down the Redskins for their, for their nickname. You know, I'm the kind of person I see that as a compliment. Those are fierce, um, fierce competitors. You know what I mean? And I think that we want to honor their spirit, but some people, it's not all about me. You know what I'm saying? And -hmm. some people have looked at that and, and minorities have looked at that and they have felt, um, discriminated against. And so if that's how they feel, then I feel like there should be a change in the mascot name. Um, and so the Cleveland Indians have decided to uh, look at getting a new nickname. Chris, what do you, do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I, I feel better about it after I've seen the Redskins name change just because you know, with the removal of Chief Wahoo coming into the season, um, with that being enforced, I just didn't understand how that took – how that was the primary uh, logo being taken down while there was a team named – called the Redskins out there as representing professional uh, ball club. Now, you know, the origins of the Redskins, um, 
that you know that logo was made by a Native American individual, um, but but I just still, you know, did not agree with the Redskins name as for the team, uh, and so I've you know I feel better about the Indians looking into their own research after seeing the Redskins because if the Indians were doing this before the Redskins then I would have been like, you know, what, what the heck? I, you know, there's a team out there called the Redskins. Uh, right. But, you know, it's it'll, it'll be different. Um, and I'm kind of on the fence where I believe Indians can be fine. I mean, it's a it's a it's a reflect it's a re- reminder of our past, especially right. here in the Midwest. Um, but like you said, you have to accommodate people's interests, and especially for a sports uh, for a sports program for a franchise, you rely on the customer, you rely on the general public. Um, right. And if people speak with their dollars, you know you're not going to be able to your team's going to be going down. And so, um, and so yeah, I I haven't heard too much exactly about where they actually are or not. Uh, but whatever it is, whatever the process is, um, I mean, I, I believe it'll be the Indians will work with that and do it in a, in a timely and efficient, efficient, uh, manner just because we saw with Chief Wahoo how they're willing to take that down. And so I, I yeah. think it'll be interesting. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't really have an exact yay right. or nay on it. Yeah. Well, let me give you – listen, okay, so here's what I want to do because I kind of think it's cool that they're changing the nickname because I haven't really – I can't remember a team that's changed their name or changed the way they present themselves. You know, New Orleans, they went from the Hornets to the Pelicans and then all that. Um, And and so we've seen it happen time and time again in sports. And I've always thought it would be really cool if if a team in Ohio were to do that. So, okay, so the Indians so, are so doing been it. Thinking about, so you've been thinking about this. I have uh, been thinking about this, dude. Listen, let me give you a pitch for right. some names that I think would be really cool. Okay. okay. Let me hear And them. then you give me, like, some feedback on them. Yeah, like, what I got you. What you think, what you don't think. Yeah. All right. So, all right, here's the thing. The first thing I think would be really cool would be the Cleveland Rockers. Okay. I think that would be dope. And their mascot would be a buzzard, like WMMS. Okay. And, uh, yeah, like, I think that would be so cool because it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The term rock and roll was first origi- – it originated in Cleveland. Um, and so the Cleveland yeah. Rockers, that sounds cool to me, man. So what do you think about that? Cleveland I, Rockers. I like- I like that, and I like the ode to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we saw them nail it with the All Star Game and uh, the baseball All Star Game in Cleveland last year uh, with with the guitar logo there. Um, yeah, I I definitely agree that Hall of Fame should that'd be awesome to put that in there. I mean, just think about the music at any ball yeah. game. You you'd have you'd just be melting faces. Yes. You know, all all evening there. The um, Cleveland Rockers, dude. That so, sounds. See, and that fits Cleveland. Like, Cleveland just has a certain attitude to it that's like, listen, well, we're from Cleveland. Like, we don't care. Like, we got you right where we want you. Like, you know, like, they're just hardcore like that. And so, okay, so the Cleveland Rockers, that would be my first choice. All right. 
Um, the other thing I like, I think would be really cool. And I don't mean to steal like a hockey kind of thing, but um, Ohio is kind of known for, uh, well, a lot of states are, but I think Ohio is kind of known for coyotes. There's a lot of coyotes in Ohio. True. So I think the Cleveland coyotes would be a cool name. I, I mean, Hey, yeah, kind of vicious dude. Yeah, and, that's an intimidating animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so coyotes. I like but, that. So here are some ones that I think are really more important to Cleveland. Um, I think the Cleveland Blaze would be a really cool name because Ooh. of the Burning River. Yeah. So the Cleveland Bra- like the Cleveland Blaze. But but do they really want to like be proud of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it would be cool, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know if they want to be proud of that. That's true. I mean, true. it's a sick name. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cleveland may, Blaze. That's maybe a just cool change name. the origin of, you know, how you got yeah, there. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, next would be – okay, so Cleveland, a long time ago, was the sixth uh, most populated city, and that gave it the nickname the Sixth City. Okay. So what if they were to be the Cleveland Sixers? The Sixers. That might it get confusing steals with the from... 76ers. Yeah, I might. Yeah. Cuz no, that's, that's how they go by. But that's that's a thought, man, you know. Um I, I just and I I think if you could like kind of like what the Redskins are doing, the plan is to use their old color scheme still. That yeah. these are all teams that you can still use that red and blue with. Right. Um and I think the Sixers would work with the color scheme. But, I mean, but what's Cleveland's population now? I mean, I where know. they rank, you know? <laughs> like, it's like the 52nd, <laughs> you know? 52ers, yeah. it doesn't sound as the good. Fi- the 52nders. Yeah. Um, so, here's another one. So, un- unknown to a lot of people, Cleveland was one of the last stops on the Underground Railroad. Okay. And it was given the code name Station Hope. Hmm. Now, listen, if there's one thing, yeah, if there's one thing that Cleveland is known for, dude, it's being Believeland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we believe, dude. So what about this? The Cleveland Hope. I think that's pretty cool. It's kind of lame. Not as intimidating. I I really, really like that. I actually really do. Um, I still can't get roasted, though. You know, oh, like we would definitely get roasted. Like, there, there's just always hope in Cleveland that just yeah. seems to go away so quickly. Right. But, I mean, I'm trying to think, are, are there any other teams that are along, like, the lines of hope? Like I don't think so. Across any sport? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm blanking on some. I felt like there was a team that was kind of like – I think the WNBA has a couple of um, – let me, let me look this up. But I, All I, right. I, I'm on board. So with you that. look it up. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna yeah, keep pitching keep some names. I got some more. Listen, one thing that Cleveland is known for is the mafia. Northeast Ohio, known for the mafia. So what about the Cleveland mob? The Cleveland mob. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like pretty it. dope. Yeah, like or the Cleveland mafia, something like that. I don't know. A little ode to the history there. Um Oh, hey. So check this out. Uh, WNBA, uh, they had a team that played from 1997-2003 in Cleveland. You know what their team name was? The Hope. Nope. What? The Rockers. The You're Rockers. There, dude. It's happened before. 
Yes, dude, that's fire. It's happened before. Yes. Okay. Um, also, I like – listen, I hate to steal this name. It's an iconic name. But you have to because Lake Erie is right on there. The Cleveland Lakers, that seems like it would be uh, pretty pretty normative. But I don't want to steal from L.A. I feel like L.A. has a pretty substantial um, – I mean, It makes more sense than the Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Well, LA has some buys of water, but still, still. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's been a lot of talk of the Cleveland Spiders, mm. uh, which was their name in like 1890s. Okay. Um, it was an it was an AL team. Okay. Uh, and we did terrible. There was an abysmal season. Um, but also, listen, there's a lot of Eastern Europeans. In uh, in Cleveland, um, it's got a big immigrant population. So I was thinking, like, what about, like, I don't even know, like the Cleveland Gladiators, something like that with, like, a little more European feel to it. Uh, I think that could be cool. Um, Cleveland, I don't know. Those are just ones. I, I'm partial to the Rockers. I like the Coyotes. And I kind of like the mob, dude. I think that would be really cool, the Cleveland mob. The Gladiators, that's the uh, arena football team there in Cleveland. So that's already taken. Oh, man. I think out of that list there, uh, I'd say it's the Coyotes and Rockers that really take it for me. Rockers, I I was trying to think, like, is there, like, another word that maybe would work better along lines of, of the rock, rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame, but after seeing right. the team that's already been named that there, it's like, all right, well, people people were about it at some point, you know? Uh, right, right. But uh, there's a lot of potential. I mean, Cleveland, believe land, you know? Yeah, they, dude. And I hope they put, you know, a list where we can vote on it, like, like the Thunder, you know, how yeah. OKC did that yeah. with their fans, get some fan input. Um, so... So, yeah, I like that. Yes. So, like, but, and and another thing, like, Ohio was really known for uh, was the Underground Railroad and their involvement in in the abolitionist movement and their involvement in the Civil War. So, there's tons of stuff that you could do with that. Like, I mean, you could even do, like, the Cleveland Cannons, you know, something like that as an O to the Union Soldiers. Who 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 risked their lives to to end the hor you know the horrors of slavery? I mean, if you want to go in a more progressive way, I think that that would be the way to go. Would be you know because we already have the Columbus Blue Jackets, obviously an ode to the Blue Jackets of the Union yeah. soldiers. Yep. This, so this area is rich in history. You know. Yes. There's- there's a ton of different direction you can, directions you can go with this, and uh, and that you know that would be cool. Now, personally, I still want to stay Indians just because I'm not great with change with my ball right. clubs. Um, but good news is there's plenty of good alternatives out there if they do decide to change. I think my favorite is the Rockers, um, and then I like the Coyotes, dude. The Cannons. That's a pretty cool. Like that could be a pretty cool logo, especially when you talk about when you talk about somebody who has a an arm, dude. What do you call it? You call it a cannon, dude. That dude has a cannon. You know what I'm saying? 
or a rocket, like something yeah. like that. So Absolutely. Go ahead. And all I'm thinking is if, if they went rockers, then they got to go with the cutoff sleeves that Charlie Sheen was rocking in Major League. Yes. Uh, we've we've got to get some wild man in there, you know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's got to be electric, you know. Uh, I yes. just imagine just like, just like, you know, music Brad and I do, but just like, just like guitar, like the like electric guitar, just like shredding yes. all night, all night, all day, all night, just nonstop. Uh, just getting after that would be, dude. That would be fire. Like Cleveland <laughs> Rockers, dude. Like I can get behind that, you know. The the so, Rockers. <laughs> yes. So um, okay. So Washington. I have a few for Washington too. Um, I like uh, if the if Washington were to change. Listen, they're DC, man. Yep. They're Cap City, bro. Like that's it. And so I kind of like um, the Washington Generals. I think that would be mm, a cool name. I like that. Um, the one that I really like, Dwayne Haskins had a shout out for, and that was the Washington Red Tails. Yep, that's, um, that's, taken, is, that's got a lot of momentum. I, I like yes. that one also. That's sick because of the African-American um, history behind that. Uh, that. That would just be a really cool um, – and it would be cool to have a plane as a lo- like a fighter plane as a as a logo. Like, I think oh, that would yeah. be really cool. Yeah, people have already um, made that logo with the maroon colors that they have already. Yeah. So that would be sick. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Something that like is like, you know, about DC. That's the nation's capital. Like, whether it's like military or like just like leadership in general. Just because and you follow along with the other Washington teams, like the Capitals, the Nationals. Uh, yeah, not so much the Wizards, but you know, we'll we'll just include their red, white, and blue colors that the Wizards use. Right. Um, and also speaking of controversial names like. Remember, like, well, I don't think I was live for this, but when the Wizards were the Bullets, like, I was thinking that would not stand a chance in today's. Uh, no, not in today's, today's decision making, man. You know, but uh, yes, not. I'm, I hate to say this, man, but that. Yeah. So today's pussified culture would not like. Yeah. The Bullets, like, no way. But <laughs> but uh, it, it's good that the Redskins have come out and said that you know. It, our new team name will not be affiliate, affiliated with American Indians. Um, and they do plan on keeping the color scheme, like I said. It'll just be interesting to see if they can get this thing turned around by the start of the new season, which is just over a month, which is awesome. Uh, so it really snuck yeah. up on us. But So Red Tails, yes. Uh, I like Generals. What, what, Washington what Generals. What other is there a professional team that is generals also? No, I don't think there is. I don't think so. No, I like that. That's a well, there was on an nickname. Old, there was an old like Washington team, um, called the Galaxy. I kind of liked that, the Washington Galaxy, Ooh. Um, which was like a world football team kind of thing. Um, so yeah, the Washington Galaxy that could be cool. But I don't think you could do Washington Galaxy and have red and yellow. I think that would be really tough. Yeah, that would be. Um, that I think you'd be. have to have something like uh, the Washington Warriors or the Washington. Um, I don't even. I don't even know. I, I, I really, I really like Warriors, except that would go against their uh, uh, Indi- American Indian 
working that in, but yeah. which is a good move on their side because you want to nail this team name at the beginning. You don't want to have to be something you have to address down the road. Uh, and so it's good for them to stay away from any um, relationship to American Indians. But Washington Generals, uh, I'm real. I'm realizing that what reminds me of that is those are the teams that go against the Globetrotters. You know, so yeah. there's Generals. Oh, okay. New Jersey Generals, Jackson Generals, New York Generals. Right. But they'll be dope name for the Redskins. Um, so and also, how about Dan Snyder? You know, going back. Well, not only Dan Snyder, how about Ron Rivera? Really, man, you know, we got to pray for that guy, uh, Riverboat Ron, because here's this yeah. dude that took on a head coaching job this year, but has, all now, did, has now become <laughs> filled in as, like, GM, president, every other hat there. And now yeah. Dan Snyder in his release is, like, myself and Coach Rivera will be working hard on new team names. So this guy is, yes, this dude, guy is yeah. just like everywhere, man. You got to be asking for that raise. But listen, dude, that. here's the thing. If, if Ron Rivera – listen, if Ron Rivera can stick through this, right, pick a new team name, and then bring Washington Redskins back to playoff contention, Dang. he's a legend, bro. Name a <laughs> building did. after him, dude. You know, he there will be a capital building called the Rivera Center or something like that. I could guarantee you that, dude. Like, like Washington goes on to win the Super Bowl this year, and Rivera just like sits back, you know, with the cigar, some scotch, just like, you know, not even get to have an offseason. I was busy making a team and <laughs> being a president, a team, making, dude, a, making team a team name. name, like all of that, you know, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> ultimate flex. Ultimate, I didn't even flex. have to try for this, dude. Like, and I, and I hope so, that works so, out. For your guy, yeah. Dwayne, I hope that works out, man. I think that would be cool. I think, um, in my mind, I think Washington Generals, Washington Red Tails. Um, another thing, if you want to go World War II like, would be the Washington Talons mm. uh, after after uh, the paratroopers uh, like in the that. Battle of the Bulge. Um, there's a lot of things that you could do there in Washington. Uh, yep. That would be really cool. So, but are you? So, I'm in agreement of this is a great move for this organization. How do you feel about just their transition overall to a new team name, especially after Dan Snyder seven years ago was firm that he was never going to change the team name? Yeah. So, here's what I think about it. Um, one, I guess. Listen, I am. I'm white. And I am used to, like, when something is named after, like, I don't even think twice about it. You know, for example, like, the fighting Irish. Irish people are white, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't even think twice about it. It is what it is, you know? It, whatever, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and and so, and there's, like, tons of them over, you know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, I'm not upset over that. Cavaliers were French or the Charging Knights or, you know, stuff like that. Like, so in my opinion, I don't understand. I guess it's hard for me to understand. And I feel bad for – because to me, I feel like that would be like an homage to the Native Americans who were here before us that were such – uh, incredible and fierce and brave warriors, you know? Yeah. 
So to me, that is pretty, and I, I think that that's really cool. But see, again, I could understand the other side of that where Native Americans are like, listen, but you, like, that's not your culture to claim. Like, that's our culture, you know? And yeah. so, um, so I, and I don't even know, honestly, if that's the argument about it. I've never had a conversation with somebody who was Native American about how they felt about it. Um, so to me, yeah. um, I, I feel like if somebody were to take, you know, something named after me and were, and they were to say, or my heritage, and they were to say, no, we're not, no, we're not doing that. You know, like for example, the Trojans, like I'm Eastern European, my family, my, my dad's last name is Puchovich. Um, and, and he, they come from like Yugoslavia, Serbia, um, and, and that is nice. like the Balkans. Yeah. So to me, you take that name away, the Trojans or the Spartans or something like that, those, that gets to me, bro. That hurts me. Like that would hurt me. Yeah. So, but something, you know, but it, that, that's just my culture. I'm different. Yep. So to me, if, if people are upset about it, then change the name, whatever. Like it is what it is. It's just a nickname in my opinion. You know, yeah. it's not and like it's, you're changing who you are as a franchise. The Tennessee Titans did it, you know? Yep. They and were I, Houston and they went to Tennessee and changed their names to the Titans. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So. And I, I think, you know, just the biggest thing is just really, and I'm not an expert on American Indian terminology or, or slang or, or any of that stuff, but just the term Redskins has really been eating at people for a while now. And now yeah. it took, you know, uh, 40, 40% of your investors speaks to Dan Snyder. And so yeah. that, that'll, that'll get some movement going for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. So. It makes me wonder though, if it was like, instead of the red, like the Redskins, cause that is such like a derogatory name. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, now that I think about it, it would be like a team like the Cleveland Crackers, you know? What I mean? <laughs> that's like, just what that, I was thinking about when you were talking about That's almost what it would be like, yeah. you know? And um, but then so there... I wonder if it would be different if they were, would have named it something like the Apaches or like after somebody um, like to come, you know, the, the black, like, you know, because Chicago's the Blackhawks, you know? Yep. And that is a, a, a actual tribe. Mm -hmm. So, or the Atlanta Braves, that is an actual tribe and it is an homage to that culture and, and their significance to the state. So I wonder if it would have been different if they wouldn't have gone with like the Redskins, you know, yeah. I mean, in my True. opinion, but True. you know, I mean, you are, you're Latino, you know, what mm -hmm. if, like, does the like the Aztecs? Does that bother you? Like, does that kind of get to you, or no, not at all. And I, you know, I think I agree with you that you know, it's just, it's just like, yeah, it's just about, you know, paying homage to the past is awesome, especially to a group of people that many believe did not get their were were pushed out. Um, right. And so paying, you know, to, to have some uh, relationship of good to them is awesome. Now, like I said, I don't know all the details about 
American Indian history and all that stuff because apparently the Redskins were formed under the guidance and with the help of American Indians, you know, uh, that, that okayed it. And so, um, so I was, yeah. Think about like, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but think about like the Florida state Seminoles, you know, like that is after an actual culture, like an actual people group, not just a shotgun Redskins, you know, you know, yeah. So, and that's maybe the same thing about like, maybe that's the same thing of like the Trojans that doesn't, you know, if it was just like, you know, the, the Cleveland white guys, like, (laughs) I don't think it would, I don't think it would bother me. I mean, it wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't get on my nerves, but I mean, at the same time, it's just kind of like a shotgun. Like that that one to get on your nerves, the Cleveland white guys, that, that one that you'd be like, all right. Honestly, that like here's the thing. Like I, I do see like Bobani Jones and different people wearing these like Cleveland Caucasian shirts and stuff like that. That doesn't bother me at all. Like it doesn't offend me. It doesn't make me upset. Like I, I don't under I don't understand that concept. Well, one, because why would you want to name like if there's something generic, it's it's white guys like or Caucasians like you know i mean like all of america canada like most of america canada and most of europe are are caucasian like it's so to me calling me a caucasian that that doesn't offend me like it is what it is i am a caucasian i am a white guy i think it would be bland i think it would be boring you know but (laughs) i guess and and you wouldn't really want the uh the the abbreviated Caucasians in there for your for your mascot. You wouldn't really want to be saying, you know, go, Cox. go Cox out there, man. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I do not want to be, you know, around when when that all happens. So yeah, but no, like I think those things are really cool. Um, I, I think like the Seminoles and things like that. I, I'll be uh, surprised. I'll, I'll see how. Uh, for I don't think anything anybody wants to change Florida State. Yeah, I don't. The Blackhawks said they're not changing. The Braves don't have plans to. Um, I just think it's just so glaring with the Redskins, you know that. And the can. Indians, like the Indians, has kind of been yeah. used as a, as a, as a slang term. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. to me, Cleveland Crackers, it wouldn't bother me, but I could <laughs> see like a Boomer or somebody like that being upset about it. I mean, yeah, yeah, and you know, makes, it, it is what it money. is, and so yeah. you just gotta. And you rely on your customers, you know. That's these, that's it. These, so change it. Cleveland Rockers, dude. I'm holding my fingers Cleveland crossed Rockers, on that, bro. bro. Cleveland Rockers, that would be fire. Um, and and I I like the Red Tails. I think that would be something that could really get Washington back into uh, political. If they wanted to be really political correct, politically correct, and make a statement, I think the Red Tails would be the best uh, way mm-hmm. to do it because it's an homage to. Uh, to our African-American, um, you know, brothers and sisters that fought in, in World War II. And so that, to yep. me, True. it will be a huge way to do it. That's, True. But that's me. Yep. So, okay, let's move on. Um, we can't – let's skip Mahomes because we'll talk about him uh, next time. Listen, we have a segment on that I really am excited about. Yeah. Chris, um, our, let's talk about these Madden ratings. One, one Madden of our ratings. favorite games. So – 
uh, a little insight into our our upcoming week, man. You know, Mitch is trying to come up here, uh, hang out, and I was thinking maybe we could even do a live recording or at least, you know, be yeah. together in the studio. But you know, I love I, it. you know, and Mitch, you can verify this for me, man. I brought up, hey, you know, let's let's play some Madden, and Mitch, Mitch was like, not. Nah, I I can't play in that. I can't play in that, dude. He, you're lying he, on that, bro. He, he said, he said, he said, no. I, you're no. dodging me because you don't <laughs> want to get Madden 20, bro. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to get 21 though because I did miss out on the power ups and I need that. But okay. speaking of power ups, uh, so we have our uh, top 10 list based on Madden rankings, Madden ratings. Uh, these have been coming out this week. Have been a ton of fun to look at. And today we're looking at quarterbacks, safeties, running backs, and pass rushers. Uh, those are the update lists as of right now on Madden ratings. Let's start with the QBs like we always do. Uh, for me, I'll just kind of go through what I notice, and then and then you can go through yours. Then you want to do like a uh, so. Over- listen, they are what they are. The ratings are what they are. Um, so we'll just go over the ratings. Then we'll both give an overrated and an underrated. Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. I like that. I like that. All right, so, so where do you want to start? You want to start with QBs? You want to start with running yeah. backs? Where do you want to start? Yeah, let's go QB. So I'm looking at this one through ten uh, just real quickly in this order. Mahomes, 99 club. Then you got Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady at 90 overall. Then you go into the 80s with Aaron Rodgers at 89, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, and Carson Wentz. So for me on here, there is one glaring uh, overrated, and that is the GOAT, Tom Brady at number five with a 90 overall. Now, he is the GOAT, and, you know, he could take the Bucks to the Super Bowl. That's an elite offense. He got, he's got weapons, and, you know, we all know his IQ's intelligence, his work ethic. That's what tons of people credit with him getting there. But when you're talking about Madden ratings and you talk about Tom Brady, he hasn't had this from the start of his career, and it's even not that point at age 42. You're talking about arm strength, elusiveness, speed, these tangibles that go into your rating. Now I'll see how Tom Brady comes out to a 90 overall. You know, So that's that my glaring uh, overrated on Madden, specifically Madden. Tom Brady's the GOAT. That's not changing. So overrated on Madden, then underrated for me, uh, I believe, I believe underrated is my guy. Uh, well, firstly, shout out Matt Stafford, Mr. Reliable, didn't make the top 10, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Consistent, power arm, uh, terrific accuracy. But then in this top 10 specifically, underrated for me is Aaron Rodgers at 89. You talk about a guy that has pinpoint accuracy, uh, fantastic decision-making, low turnover, uh, and that's evidenced by his low interception rate. Um, and a guy that can really, you know, he's been called maybe the most talented quarterback of all time. So I think Aaron Rodgers would definitely jump Tom Brady and maybe even make that push against Drew Brees um, going into this top 10. What do you think, Mitch? All right. So my, um, I'm going to do my underrated first. Um, I think my underrated would have to be Lamar Jackson. I don't think that he's better than Russell Wilson, but I think he's pretty close. Okay. Uh, and for there to be three points between them, I think is asinine. 
Okay. Um, so I, I think that Lamar should at least be a 96. Okay. Um, he's that good. So that's just my opinion. Um, in terms of like on where he is on the list, I like it. But is he a 94 overall? I think he's better than 94. Yeah. That's my opinion. So, um, and, and he might even be better than Russell Wilson. I don't know. But Russell Wilson's also a magician. So it's like, yep. uh, I don't know. Um, overrated. Um, I think, and listen, this is my guy. I hate saying something against him, but this is my guy. Uh, overrated would be Dak Prescott. I think, yep. um, how are you going to rank Dak Prescott over, let me look here. How are you going to rank him over, um, over somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, Jimmy Garoppolo had an incredible season. How are you going to rank him over somebody like uh, Philip Rivers? How are you going to rank him over, you know, like there are just some guys there that I feel like are right, are right there. And, um, and Carson Wentz, you know, I like where he is. I think an 84 is accurate at the highest, but he's always injured. He's got an yeah. injury. So I would think that his injury rating would bring his rating down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, if you're not looking at the injuries and injuries isn't a, a thing, then then Carson Wentz is that's pretty that's pretty yeah. solid. So. Yep. And I I love the image here with Lamar Jackson. It's with him wearing the sunglasses. Uh, I remember when he had the shades on the sideline during the game. It's just like that's just like the the thug life in real life. You know the thug life memes. Uh, and so, yeah, Lamar Jackson, he's a beast. All right, so All next right. – I'll do uh, running backs. Let's do running backs. Okay. I'll list them if that's okay. Yeah, go um, for it. One, 99 club, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, two, 93, Derrick Henry. Number three, 92 overall, Nick Chubb. Number four, Ezekiel Elliott, also at 92 overall. Number five, Saquon Barkley at 91 overall. Number six, Dalvin Cook at 91. Uh, number seven, Aaron Jones at 90. Number eight, Joe Mixon, 89. Uh, number nine, Josh Jacobs at 88. And number 10, Alvin Kamara also at 88. Um, Chris, who is your number one? Who is your overrated on that? Uh, so my overrated here on this is Josh Jacobs uh, coming in at 88 overall. I mean, the guy had a great rookie season. Uh, you know, he was getting receptions for sure. But, you know, tied with Alvin Kamara, I don't put Josh Jacobs and Alvin Kamara in the same league. Um, and especially with him only being three points behind Saquon at 91. Uh, I think that could be more against Saquon's rating than Josh Jacobs. But I, I view Josh Jacobs more like an 85 uh, like mid low eighties guy and reliable, but I'm not putting him in that superstar category yet as a top 10 running back, according to the Madden rankings. And then, um, and then underrated, I've probably got to go with the guy that I just mentioned, Saquon at 91. Uh, no, he, you know, last year was not his best, but even without his best, we still saw tremendous talent. There's no question his elusiveness and his strength. Uh, and just the guy just has it all. Um, and at 91, I think, I think Saquon, Saquon should be a mid-90s rating guy um, coming in. So, 
Uh, also, shout out Nick Chubb again, you know, third uh, third overall in Madden ratings at 92. Glad that he's finally getting some uh, getting some love on Madden. So what are you thinking, Mitch? Overrated Josh Jacobs, and that's easy. Like, mm-hmm. he shouldn't even be on that list. And there are some guys that I could think that should be on that list that aren't, that are way better than Josh Jacobs. Um, uh, Le'Veon Bell, for example. Uh, how do you not have Le'Veon Bell as a top 10 running back? He's a beast. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you not have uh, – how, how do you not have, like – sorry, I'm looking through here. Like like Gurley. Yeah, like Gurley. Todd Gurley, there. Melvin Gordon. Um, yeah. Even a guy – even a guy like, uh, you know, I thought Mark, uh, you know, Mark Ingram had a fantastic, um, had a fantastic season. I, I mean, there's just so many guys on here that I'm looking at that I think are better than than that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, you know, I don't know. So I'm I'm pretty frustrated with that, um, I, but. You know, and we'll stick to who's on the list um, with my um, over with my underrated because I just named guys that should be on the list. Um, my underrated is Alvin Kamara. Um, I think that he is better than Joe Mixon. I think he's better than Aaron Jones. I think he's better than Dalvin Cook. Um, I think that he's on par with Saquon Barkley. Uh, I think that Saquon Barkley should be a little elevated. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook should stay where he's at, and I think Alvin Kamara should also be elevated. I think he's like a solid 92. I don't understand where the – where what happened in his season to rank him lower. You know, I I don't get it. Um, I I think he's he's probably a top five running back in the league, in my opinion. So – And I think his receiving ability should put him over that threshold alone. I mean, we saw uh, his touchdowns definitely go down last year um but still just doing what he's but been doing you know he's got 80, incredible there's incredible weapons in the new orleans saints yep coming coming off of an 81 yeah. catch season back-to-back seasons 81 receiving yard receptions yeah I, I agree with you that uh yeah that was that was surprising Kamara not being in the 90s there yeah okay uh your turn okay awesome so i'm going to move on to top pass rushers. Cool. So here we are, according to Madden, 21, uh, 1 through 10. Number one, 99 club, Aaron Donald. And pass rushers include ends and interior linemen. Uh, okay. So number one, 99 club, Aaron Dar- Darnold. Num- Donald. Aaron <laughs> Donald. Maybe Sam I'll do Darnold. Correctly. Yep. Yeah, he's not Aaron a pass Donald. rusher. <laughs> Uh, number two, J.J. Watt at 98. Number three, Cleo Mack, 97. Von Miller, 94. Von Miller, number four at 97. I cannot do this, man. You're good. You're uh, good. Keep going. Number five, Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle, 96. Uh, number six, Cameron Jordan, left end, 96. Number seven, Chandler Jones, 95. Number eight, Clayus Campbell, 95. Number nine, Miles Garrett, 93. Number 10, Chris Jones, defensive tackle, 92. Let's start with you, Mitch. Uh, who is your overrated? Or actually, let's go underrated because I feel like I know where you're going to say here. My underrated. Wow. 
honestly, just in my opinion, I'm not going to go where you want me to go, you know? <laughs> um, but obviously the glaring one is Miles Garrett, but we're going to ignore that um, because he's not in graces with the NFL community for hitting somebody in the head with a helmet, which I think is pretty, is pretty awesome. But anyway, um, so the guy that I think is really underrated uh, is, is Calais Campbell. That guy's a monster. Um, his length, uh, he can beat any offensive lineman on him. Um, and he, he, he's a sure tackler. That's the one thing I really do like about Calais Campbell as well. He's a sure tackler. Um, and, and he gets to the quarterback at a, at a pretty elite level. So, you know, I mean, he's at a 95. You can't really go. I wouldn't put him any higher than a 95. Um, but I, I think Chandler Jones is way, in my opinion, is overrated. Um, so I think what I would do is probably move Calais Campbell up to number eight, move miles or up to number seven, move miles Garrett up to number eight and have Chandler Jones at nine. And then Chris Jones, I think is pretty, he's ranked pretty fairly, I think. So yeah. What about you, Chris? Okay. So my overrated, uh, I'm going to go with Fletcher Cox, um, because specifically, this is top pass rushers, and this is a guy that's coming off with three and a half sacks last season. Uh, having him at number five over Miles Garrett, Chris Jones, Cameron Jordan, uh, even Chandler Jones and Calais Campbell, I think that is my overrated on this list because, again, they specifically titled this pass rushers. Uh, yeah. And so Fletcher Cox for me is overrated. And then underrated for me, again, the glaring one, Miles Garrett. I think instant aside, he's proven that uh, I, I would take Miles Garrett over Clayus Campbell, and part of that has to do with age also. I would take Miles Garrett over Chandler Jones. Uh, even yeah. Cam – you know, Cam – so it's like I think Miles Garrett, he's established as a elite premier pass rusher in the NFL right now. Um, Look, Miles, I hate – listen, I might be fried for this, but there are – one, two, three, four, five, six. There are seven guys on this list that I would take over J.J. Watt. I do not think that J.J. Watt is as elite as he Ooh, was. Oh, hot take. Hot yeah, I do take. not think he is at least as elite as he was. But the reason I didn't go there is because I don't want somebody out here like, oh, Mrs. Fraud, he doesn't think J.J. Watt's a good player. <laughs> no, J.J. Watt is a good player. I do not think he's 98 overall. I think that is way over inflation and, and bias based on what he's done in the past. Does that make sense? So he's that. a pro I mean, bowl player, but I do not think that he's a 98 overall. I think something more like 94 or 95 would be more accurate for JJ Watt. Um, because honestly, you're telling me, Chris, that you think that JJ Watt is better than Khalil Mack. Is, and that's a debate. I think J.J. Watt at his healthiest, he's right in that territory. Now, no, all right, so outright I'll say no. I think Cleo Max better than J.J. Watt. Right. For right. Cleo Max versatility, because that guy can play anywhere, you know, and get to the quarterback, um, you know, whether it's linebacker or from the end spot. Um, but also underrated, I think, is Chris Jones. I mean, this guy's a beast, especially from the interior of the line. Last two years, he had nine sacks. Uh, well, last year he had nine sacks two years ago, 15 and a half. 
This guy's a beast. Uh, he does all. He's a game wrecker. And from the middle of the defensive line, you know, and he just got paid uh, over throughout this past week. He just got mega extended also. Um, and so, yeah, so that is my – A guy that is suspiciously missing from this top ten, um, and this is another hot take, a guy that is suspiciously missing is T.J. Watt. Um, mm. I think that guy's a beast. Yep. All right. So let's uh, round this out with our top safeties. So here we go. Number one, Harrison Smith at 95. Number two, Tyron Matthew. Number three, Jamal Adams. Number four, Devin McCourty. Number five, Kevin Byard. Number six, Justin Simmons. Number seven, Derwin James at 89. Number eight, 80, Eddie Jackson. Number nine, Micah Hyde. Number 10, Earl Thomas. So off the bat here, I'm going to say underrated is Kevin Byard for the Titans. Uh, that guy is a force from the safety position. Again, Swiss Army Knife does it all. And his payday last, last offseason represented that. Um, I would take Kevin Byard over McCourty. Um, I might even take him over Tyron Matthew. Uh, and so I think – Bayard for sure is underrated on on this list, um, and then and then oh, and then also I've got to go Derwin James as underrated too. Uh, that guy, you know, towards ACL coming the season last year, uh, hor- horrible loss for the Chargers, but that guy is a surefire bet. He's a solid player, uh, playmaker from that safety position, hard hitter. Um, can go sideline to sideline, and I think he's going to explode this season with a with a full season uh, and coming back healthy. So those are my underrated guys. Um, and to be honest, I really don't have a uh, <laughs> enough takes on the safety positions of the NFL to call overrated uh, out here. You know, um, yeah, I I know that's boring, but I'm I really do not know these guys well enough. <laughs> so if you want to take it away from there, man. Yeah, so I would agree with you on underrated being uh, Kevin Byard. That guy, um, just I've watched him. I like the Titans, you know. Um, And so I've watched him, and that guy is – he's one of the most talented, you know, defensive backs I think I've seen play football. Um, He's he's just a fantastic, you know, uh, player. And you're right. I think I would take him over uh, Teran Matthew. Um, and I would definitely take him over Devin McCourty. Uh, overrated, I would have to say, would be Devin McCourty. I mean, Devin McCourty, he's a solid player, but putting him uh, – putting Derwin James not as good as Devin McCourty, I think, or Justin Simmons not as good as Devin McCourty. Yeah, Justin Simmons is a beast. Justin Simmons is a baller, man. Yep. He's fast and, like, I mean, I don't know. So I think that he's kind of overrated there. Another guy that I think is kind of over – I'm going to get heat from this. I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. Another guy that I think is kind of overrated just due to age is Earl Thomas. Um, he's solid, great player. He he has situational awareness. Um, he can hit. Like, those are some – that's some really, like, huge, you know, advantages to Earl Thomas. But, honestly, if if I could pick ten guys – that I want to lock up Odell Beckham if I'm playing defense. I'm not I'm probably not putting 
Earl Thomas on Odell Beckham like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to lock him up. And And maybe I'm fried for that, but that, I mean, just being completely honest. um, So, I know he's a legend, you know, but I think he's old. Just like you say with Tom Brady, like, Tom Brady, 90 overall, that's pushing it, you know? Like, he's he's more like an 80, 88, you know, or like an 87. If we were going off intelligence, yes, but if if I we know the matter of ratings, you know, it's is a ton of variables that go into it. Right. I don't see how they came up with the ninety overall. So, uh, one guy I didn't want to shout out here too. Again, similar to TJ Watt uh, is Minka Fitzpatrick. Man, that guy's a beast. That he guy's should a definitely baller. be on there. And he, yeah, he should I definitely agree. be he should, on should there. Definitely be here. Uh, they they snubbed him. They yeah, snubbed him for they, sure. I think Fitzpatrick is a beast. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, un, unashamedly, they snubbed him. Yeah, yeah. I think he he's definitely should be, you know, an 88 or an 89 overall, in my opinion, uh, because he's going to lock you down, dude. He's going to lock you down. Shut down corner, like, easily. So, True. True. Um, Sweet. so yeah, that's my oh. opinion. You know, I – I think that there are some underrated guys, overrated guys in the safety position. But like you said, I'm not really versed in that room. You know, I like to look at like, you know, running backs. I like to look at defensive ends. I like to look at middle linebackers. Those are all positions that I've played. So, you know, for me, I'm really good at, at evaluating. Well, I'm not really good, but I'm better at evaluating talent yeah. in that in that, you know, certain position. So for sure. For yeah. sure. Well, uh, speaking of you being, you maybe if you're fried or not, do you want to, do you want to jump into our final segment here? Let's do it, man. Who's fried. Let's do it. All right. So you go first. Cause I honestly haven't even thought of one. So. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to, you know, nominate myself and it is sports related. So I'm fried because I was super excited. I ordered a, Juice jersey, Jarvis Landry, uh, new new game jersey. Uh, but man, the the shipping on this thing, the delivery date, it's it's expected by September twenty fourth. So I'm fried because I should just gone to the store and just bought it, picked it up myself there. Because uh, I'm trying to rock that week one, you know. Uh, yeah. And so so I'm fried for uh, for the juice jersey for not just grabbing it in store. Um, and so I got, I got, I'm kicking myself for that, man. So how about you? Yeah. Um, very, very difficult one. Uh, not a lot of news coming out, but I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins, uh, with all these scandals coming out one, they get hit with the Redskins name. Now they got to change the Redskins. Now it's coming out that there's sexual harassment and racism and all this stuff, man. And, uh, NBC Sports reported 15 hours ago that lawyers are involved in this. Uh, and so we're, I mean, it is hitting the fan for Washington. This really stinks if you're a Washington fan. Um, but, yeah, I would have to say the Washington Redskins, the whole organization right now besides Ron Rivera is completely fried. We have no clue what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, cats and dogs are living in the streets in in the headquarters building, you know, I mean, like, what the heck is going on? We have no clue. Um, yeah. So, 
to me, you know, they've got Chase Young. That's something going for them. I think Dwayne Haskins is a nice quarterback. That's going for them. But other than that, I, I they're fried. They're completely fried. They have nothing going for them. They suck, and and their organization apparently sucks as well. So, Dan Snyder, congrats for ruining the Redskins. You're fried. Yep. All right. And maybe, you know, maybe next time we can touch on some of these contracts. Well, with Dak not getting an extension, Mahomes getting Dak is also fried. Mahomes getting the extension in the his, best extension in the history of sports. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe next time we can touch on those. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, it was a great show. Thanks to the fans. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, thanks for putting up with me and my lack of time to get on here and make a podcast. Uh, thanks, Chris, for that as well. And and we love you guys, and thanks for the support. So. Yep, absolutely. See you guys next time.